these people are buying other people's products and services all the time. Master knowing how they make their decision and what behaviors they have to create an easy yes and have that show up in your brand voice and your marketing tactics. This is your Badass Journey podcast. I am Karine Walsh, serial entrepreneur, growth strategist, executive leadership coach, and best-selling author. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you align what you love with what you do in order to build that badass life and business you dream of. Hey there, listeners. Welcome to another Direct to You episode. I had such a pleasure talking to Marsha in the last episode that... And her question at the end was so awesome because I know a lot of you listening who are running your own business and trying to figure out how you attract your ideal client have the same question she had, which is, how do I make sure that I am speaking in the voice that my ideal client would be attracted to? And so we dialogued a little bit on that topic just in in her instance and where she was at and what she's trying to launch next. And so I'm going to share that clip with you right here. But also after you listen to the Q&A we had, dive in a little deeper on what you can do to make sure that as you are building and launching your services and when it comes to marketing, what are some of the key things you need to think about in order to attract your ideal client. So here's that segment and I will elaborate on the other side. Communicating in a sense, communicating in the client's words as opposed to your words. So when I... This has been a real eye-opener for me this past year and realizing that like my master, my program was always called the Radical Responsibility Mastermind. And a mentor had said to me, but you have to speak in your client's words because radical responsibility is you to a T, but it's intimidating for people who might look at it and go, I'm not strong enough to work with that. Yeah. So learning how to communicate and I guess would be part of my question and making sure it's a language that your clients can follow and understand and connect with. Yeah. So when I'm trying to figure out the attraction, right? So what would my clients be attracted to? Or if I'm helping my clients do that with their (laughs) services and their business. I always like to go through a little exercise where I'm trying to really get clear on their pains. So what are they trying to solve for? And then I ask myself, well, how do I solve those pains? Or how would my client solve those pains? And then I make sure I'm focusing on them as a persona. Like, do I really understand my ideal client? Where are they hanging out? What are what um, platforms are they on? What shows are they watching? You know, what are the brands that they wear? Like, you really go through a brand story around your ideal client because then you can go and search those brands and see how they are communicating to your ideal client to buy from them. Mm-hmm. And you'll pick up certain languages. You'll pick up um, different keywords. Like, for example, if your ideal client, like, where's Lululemon? 
would um, order food through Uber Eats, would maybe wear Adidas sneakers, would have um, you know Fiji water in their fridge. Like you really kind of think about like picture your ideal client in their home or in their workspace. What are the things around them? And then go look at those brands and see how those brands are marketing. Because they have an, uh, already mastered the language. They're a much bigger brand than we are trying to service our clients. But they have found the keywords, the messaging, the attraction that will spark in your mind. Then how do you actually talk to your ideal client? And it's not about you. It's all about them. Then you no. can easily translate what you do have and how you will solve those problems, leveraging a language that your ideal client is used to hearing. Mm, that's so beautiful. As opposed to, I just so many times you hear about just the ideal client. I like how you've taken that so much further in. Yeah. I get so many referrals. Like so many of the people who come to me are referrals yep. or they have heard my podcast, etc. So it's really taking that. How do you connect that even bigger into what is available out there? I love yeah. that. And then as you're looking at your branding of your business, your services, your books, etc. going forward... You're going to now have that person, that persona in mind and shape everything you do to meet that person's need. Like marketing is all about the attraction of your ideal client into your ethos. How you take care of them is your service. Yes. Right. And that's what you've mastered. Like we've mastered service, mastering branding and marketing is like it's, it's its own gift. And in that gift, it's really about understanding what are they used to and how do they say yes. It's another question to ask yourself, like, what are they saying yes to? And how do they say yes to it? Because then that also will help you align how you offer things to them mm-hmm. and take care of them along the way it, against your value system as a brand and as a business. Yeah, I love it. I think that's beautiful. You said that. I read this just the other day and I don't even know where it was. I cannot remember. But they were saying that you want to also behave in the manner that your ideal client, in a sense. So, you know, if you're always going to be wishy washy on what you're offering, or I'm afraid to, t- to buy into this, or I'm afraid to invest in myself, like that is literally what you want. So you, you, you'll you, attract that. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that just so? And it's so true. Yeah. It's so true. I mean, we all have fear in some ways in our business. It's just what do we, what power do we give that? And how do we choose to look at that? So I thought that that was really powerful. Like you're making decisions based on how you would like your ideal client to make them. Like make them and move on. Yeah. And know them well and get intimate with who they are and survey them often. Like we forget mm-hmm. to even just ask them, what are they looking for? And if I, if I packaged it this way or this way, would you, which one do you like? You know, like use your audience. Mm-hmm. Like use your your market to give you the feedback to shape it into what they would easily say yes to. It's, mm-hmm. it's another method you could use. So good. Awesome takeaways from that segment, right? You basically heard me say, first you have to identify who you are trying to attract. And I have shared this in past episodes on the importance of knowing who your ideal client is. But it, it is not as simple as just saying, I want to attract someone who earns X amount and then you know is interested in my services, right? Like that just wants me. That doesn't help you with marketing. What you need to understand is what are their behaviors? Where are they hanging out? 
How are they shopping today? What do they spend their money on? What pains do they have? And how your product and service solves those pains. And then C, based on other purchasing behavior they have, what is the language that other brands have used to attract them in, to get them to follow them, to get them to engage with them, leverage what other brands are doing, and then find the alignment between your branding and theirs to get to that easy yes from that target market. These people are buying other people's products and services all the time. Master knowing how they make their decision and what behaviors they have to create an easy yes and have that show up in your brand voice and your marketing tactics. So I know some of you have never thought this way because when we are the creator of our own product and service, we know for those, especially you heard Marsha say, like majority of her business is referral-based. So there are people coming into the pipeline because someone else had an experience with her services and with her knowledge. Right? That is an easy yes because there's credibility behind it. But what about attracting in that cold market, the people that don't know about you yet, that might not be connected yet? What do you have to look like, feel like, be seen as, and trusted in order for them to start engaging with you and get curious about the products and services that you're offering and then get to an easy yes to make that purchasing decision? That is the critical thinking you need in order to market your brand and service to what you consider your ideal client. You need to know them from the inside out. And then you need to speak to them in a way that is relatable in order for them to understand how best to leverage and use your services. So I'm someone that has, you know, majority of my business is also referral based, but I then qualify all my clients when they come in to make sure that they are on brand for me in in the who I am trying to attract in and service. That's another critical part to as you're designing this is what are the qualifiers that you put in place in order to accept this person as one of your clients. It is something that also gets overlooked when if and if you're coming at your business from a desperate place just to earn money that you're not really thinking about the true impact and value of your brand and business that you're building and making sure that you're attracting in the clients that you want to work with. So when it comes to branding for me and when I look at marketing to, let's say, my group coaching program. I now have designed my Level Up in 2021 program that's launching in April, which has the element of um, virtual and together in person aspect to it. It's a six-month program. I came from a place of let me design the impact I know will benefit from experience working with entrepreneurs and business owners who are looking to scale their business, but have to do that inner growth as well on the inside. Because I've seen that balance and integration work time and time again. So I designed the program for it. Well, now I have to market and sell it. right? And in order to do that, 
I need to think about, well, what is, what is it, what is going on with them right now that this program solves for? What are the things that they have said yes to that is in alignment with potentially the price point of this program or even the impact that this program has? Like, have they said yes to other things? Have they worked with other coaches? Have they invested in themselves a certain way? Where have they invested? So I'll go and look to see, for example, someone who has maybe invested in business mastery with Tony Robbins would be a really good aligned person to come and work with me in my program because I go deeper than that surface level based program that Tony offers because he's doing it for thousands and I want to do it intimately for 12 business owners. So, but it gives me an opportunity to go look at well, how has business mastery been marketed to attract that client that I would like to attract as well, so that I can leverage some of that languaging. I can understand the pains that maybe um, Tony was solving for that align with what I'm solving for, and then outline how I'm different to speak to maybe the gaps that Tony might not offer in his program that I offer in mine that I know for sure in that large pool of people, they will uh, look for something that I'm offering to get a little little bit more intimate, deep, and customized to their needs in growing their business, for example. But that is just to give you an idea of what it means to think on behalf of the ideal client What are their current behaviors today? What have they said yes to that satisfied them? And what have they said yes to that maybe left them wanting for more? And then how do you take that method that the other programs or other uh, companies have branded to them? How can that relate to how you're branding your business that is in alignment with your brand voice and what you're offering to make it an easier yes. I just wanted to share this tactic with you today because I think it's a common one that's overlooked where we think we have to start everything from scratch and know it all as opposed to leveraging what people have done already and using those best practices to make it easier for us to put our greatness out into the world and connect with our ideal clients. So I hope you found today's episode fulfilling and gave you some takeaways. Of course, I'd love to hear from you. If you have any direct questions that you would like me to answer on this show, please don't hesitate to DM them to me or shoot me an email at hello at kareenwalsh.com so that we can make sure it gets into the queue of all this great content we're sharing with you through the show. And as you know, I love when you share the show with others. It's how we keep growing our level of impact. You know that this podcast is a passion of mine. So I really appreciate your support, likes, reviews, and shares. And of course, love being part of your badass journey. And I will see you in the next episode. Wasn't that such a great episode? I know you got amazing takeaways from that. What I would love for you to do for me, if you can help me extend my reach, is go ahead and subscribe to the show so you get the latest notification and listen before anyone else. 
Also, if you could go ahead and post your review, your five-star review will help me get other people interested in this conversation and extend my reach of impact. Most of all, I would love for you to share this with your community. It means so much to me to have you as a listener and I would love to connect with you. So if you have any questions you would like me to answer on this show, go ahead and email hello at kareenwalsh.com and my team will make sure that I get your questions so we can get them answered on the show for you. Thank you so much for listening today and I'll see you on the next episode. 